Real, a podcast about real people for real people. I wanted to create a space where I share my true feelings and those of my guests about what it's like to live in today's world. The challenges we face and how we deal with them or don't. What about all that stuff that's just not said but should be? You know, the conversations that we really want to have but don't. What do we really think and feel? What about our regrets, dreams that we have and the stuff we should be doing but we don't? Each week, I'll be here talking to real people about real life. This is a very honest look at life and hopefully, by listening, it will help you to have a better understanding of yours. I ask five people, including me, Willow, Jess, Jude and Eden, how important is human connection? We discuss how each person connects, what each person struggles and needs from human connection. The challenges of trying to connect in the current situation. What do you notice about connections? And what do you wish could be different? What do you wish could be taught? I truly hope you enjoy the conversations as much as we did. Welcome, Willow. Hi. Human connection. How important is it to you? You're, and before we start, you're 13 years old. Yeah. Just to give people a sense of how old you are. Yeah, okay. Human connection is extremely important for like anyone's mental health because if you don't talk to anyone, you're going to be very lonely and you're, then you're going to feel very depressed and you're going to feel, you can technically, like you would go mad if you don't talk to people at all. And it'll give you a lot of time for your brain to, you're by yourself. So your brain's going to say things and then it's eventually going to start making things up in your head that you're going to believe, which isn't technically going to be good for you. So for me, how I connect is obviously I go to school like if I'm not then I would talk to my peers through my phone so like Instagram, Snapchat, house party, messages that type of thing where I would you know text people and outside of school I would like on Saturdays and after school almost every day after school me and a bunch of people in my class we go to Boreham Reserve which is a park right next to the school and we all socialize there and then like on weekends and even sometimes after school like I would go to Chadston with a friend or I would, you know, go to someone's house and people who I still keep in contact with from primary school, who obviously don't go to my high school now, I will see them. You know, I like being around people. And I think it's definitely been harder, especially because of COVID. I do tend to overthink about what I'm saying to people, how they're receiving it because it's over a text or it's over a call. And I can't really talk with people as much. So it is definitely more lonely and it is definitely weirder because I'm stuck in a house with my two brothers, my mom and my dad. And the only time I can really see people is when I go on a walk with just one other person. And it's difficult because there are so many people that I want to see, but I can't see them. I can't all see them at like once. So I have to kind of space it out. So you've really struggled with this. So have you dealt with that? I am trying to see people as much as possible and I am talking to people as much as possible. But what about the, the point you made about where you overthink something that you said. So there must be anxiety around yeah, that. Yeah, COVID has not helped with my um, social anxiety, which I can get when around people, like when I've said the wrong thing or when I've... Especially because I've had a lot of... There's this thing going on with this girl in my class and there's been so many miscommunications. So now a lot of people think me and my other friend are really rude and not nice when in reality we did nothing wrong. So it's been a lot of miscommunications, which haven't been good. And there have been false rumours spread and people not believing me and my other friend because 
they don't really know us, so they'll believe the people that they know, which are the same fault, like the wrong thing. That's not true. How do you typically, not in this time, because unfortunately COVID has restricted your, as you said, your connection with people. How do you connect it when you're normally face to face with somebody? Deep connection? Superficial well, connection? You talk about just the... It depends on the person. Like some of the stuff, yeah, I'll go really deep, but other people, it's just sort of like what you would normally talk about with your friends. So if you're somebody who clearly you must be because you can do that, do you struggle with the fact that you can't have deep connections all the time? Do you want that all the time or that's not important to you? I mean, it, yes, because starting, I mean, especially starting high school, I haven't, I'm sort of at the, we're friendly, but we don't really know each other's stage, especially because of COVID. I haven't been able to spend time with people because I'm at home. I'm not at school, which has definitely been harder. And so, yes, having deep connections with people is very important to me. But it's hard that I don't really have that now because I'm not really seeing anyone. And I, like I said, I just really only kind of knew them for about a term. And then it's more like, what do you say when you text them? Like, what do I say to you? Because we don't, we're not really that close that I can just say, hey, blah, blah. Like, even with my best friend, I don't just go, hey. I, I would only text her when I'm telling her something or when there's like a funny meme I like or I don't know, something like that. Would this be beneficial to you if human connection could be taught at school and if it would be beneficial. Do you have any sense of what that would look like? How would you? How would it be taught to you? That people need to be sociable and not to overthink so much about what's going on and to know the type of people that aren't good for you and to stay away from them. And what would you say for there must be people that you see at school who don't, you said before how important human connection is and if you don't talk to yourself, you haven't got anyone to talk to and you're on your own, that would be really damaging for your mental health. Yeah. Do you see that at school then? You must do, in, in a school with hundreds of children, where there's yeah. kids who just sit on their own or don't, who, who don't have friends? Kids who only, I don't really see kids who sit by themselves. I more see kids... That was more of a primary school thing. I Only rare occasion I'll see a few kids who are obviously in a few years older than me who are by themselves. And then I'll see kids who are in groups of two or groups of three and a lot of them are just on their computers. Yeah, so they're together in terms of physically being together, but they're not talking to each other. Yeah, not really. There's no communication. The only connection they have is whatever game they're playing. But but, but what you can't really... What would I... what advice or what thing... What could you offer about that? Something like I could say, hey, do you want to hang out with me? Because they're either... They're they're usually in year nine or above. They're male. And they're usually male, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not saying I don't want to hang out with males, but I don't, I think it would be a bit weird if I were hanging out to a male who were three or four years older than me. What do you notice about your connections with people? Some people obviously like me more than I like them, or I like people more than I like them. Why do you, okay, so why do you think people like you more than you like them? What does, what, why? Well, there's this one girl who we're going to talk about. She loves me. (laughs) Like, I don't want to sound cocky, but she like, like it was, we barely know each, like we've met a few times, like we've talked a few times and I saw her outside of school once, but that was with two other people and I thought I was only seeing one of them. Like I didn't know if she was going to be there. And like on my birthday on Instagram, she wrote like this whole thing. Like I was her best friend and we've been friends for like seven years. And it's like, I haven't, I've only spoken to you like a few times and we're not even really that close. So from experience, like I've done this before, if someone does something and they don't really know you, they like you. And I, I, I kind of already knew she liked me, but I didn't realize she liked me that much. So what do you take from that? I think she needs to calm down a little because I, I she seems like a really nice girl, 
I just don't really know her. So does that change your reaction to her going forward then? Do you, would you no, be I different? No, I think I'm, like, I'm flattered and I'm like, clearly you like me, so I'll you know, try and get along with you. But I feel there is a part of me that doesn't think that we could be as close as she wants us to be because we are a little different in the things that we like. So I don't really want to like hurt her, but at the same time, I also do want to be friends with her. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Great. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. So welcome, Jess. Thank you, Dan. And you've been directly affected in this COVID time. You've been directly affected, in my opinion, you tell me if I'm right, by the fact that you've had to do online schooling, therefore you're not around people. Yeah, I'm not. That's definitely uh, greatly impacted me generally in a negative way. Not being able to see friends or whatever at school just every day and be surrounded by people you may like, you may not like on a daily basis. I, I don't get that opportunity anymore. I'm just sitting with a camera with most people have their cameras turned on, off. So to what extent has that affected your mental health, your state of mind, your how you, you are in the world? I wouldn't say it's drastically affected it. I'm definitely, I don't having as much human connection as I typically do because whilst I do enjoy social media to some extent, I don't see it as a primary and, and a great way. I'm not eager and like, oh wow, yeah, got to text so-and-so to on social media. I like to use it and I'll use it for that purpose, but I would say I get more out of physically connecting with people. How do you typically connect with people when you are able to be in the same space as them? Generally, it'd just be in a normal, just random space, area, whether it be like public, school, whatever, and you just talk generally or use the, the environment around you and interact with it or whatever. Or with other friends, I would interact or connect with them by playing sport, such as soccer or football. And yeah. What do you struggle with? Making the effort myself to connect with people on a regular basis even though it's important to you so it's, it's a bit of a contradiction to, to you yeah it's a contradiction it's important to me but um typically i don't have i don't bring out the effort in myself to reach out to people and go hey and why do you think that is i think it could be maybe because i'm shy generally i'm a quite a shy person i'd say i've gotten better but um i've always been shyer than typical or the average person and, and sometimes I'm just happy to be on my own and not, I don't crave uh, physical and human connection as much as others do. You, or do you think that's a story that you're telling yourself, which isn't actually true? Yeah, you've mentioned that to me before, you're right, yeah. That's, yeah, you said that to me, I remember that. I'm not saying that is true, no. I'm just asking <laughs> you. said that to me. I'm asking you, is that true? Yeah, no, I said does, it really, yeah, does it ring really true I, to you? I told this to you another point in time and you said, yeah, and you told me this exact same thing. Yeah, I get, and I said it is, yeah, because it is true. That is true, I'd say, yeah. So you really I do want myself, it? I really do want it, but I tell myself as a, a sort of a way of protecting myself or making it sound, yeah. And it's do you... not good, but yeah. Do you... Okay, so have you ever had this type of conversation with your friends at school or friends outside of school where you've gone, oh, yeah, no, it'd be great to connect more, but I just... Uh, or they go, yeah, no, I wish I could talk to people or do more things, but I just don't. Or that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. But you, th okay, you're not a unique human being. You you are in your body unique, but you're like lots of other people. I'm guessing you must think they have the same kind of thoughts in their head that you do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they 
oh yeah they would oh I want to do that but connect with people but I can't oh yeah yeah do you wish you could be taught how to connect better or more easily or get past the issues that you have at school or in some other format yeah I'd say um the uh away or so what was the word you used how do you wish you could be taught that at school not taught because I know how to do it but I don't you could more, be you'd learn or, uh, or learn or overcome the fear. yes <laughs> if, if someone could tell you how to overcome yeah the, yes yeah I, I yeah how to that'd be really great if someone could tell me how to overcome that and get past that thought in my head and again the same thing would apply presumably to other people that also have the same yeah. yes what do you okay what do you wish could be different that was it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dad. So welcome. Hello. Thank you, Jude, for being here. Thank you for having me. How important is that? being around human the connect the way I you would connect. say being around other people that, that you generally love and stuff, like friends or family, is probably the most important thing when it comes to like mental health. For you. I yes. For me it's very important. Well, I'm not saying for my mental health, I'm saying it's it's one of the things that I consider as an importance for all mental health. All people's mental health. All, all, all people's mental health. Because, like, if you're around people who, who care about you, you're, you're, you're automatically going to feel better about yourself. You're automatically going to feel better. But the thing is, so many people have been isolated due to these due to these COVID-19 restrictions. But I feel like people who have been by, them, people who have been by themselves have, have expressed... Because I've seen a lot of videos of people saying, oh, have expressing symptoms of um, depression or anxiety because they're not able to go see other people. And I feel like it's even worse with online because, like, you can see them, but you can't, you can't touch them, you can't like hold them, you can't high five them, you can't hug them, any of that stuff. So I feel like that's even worse in my in my opinion. It's not bad for me, but like, it's I can imagine it could be bad for other people. So how do you typically connect with people when you're with them? Um, I usually connect through talking, and and um, basic human interactions like high fives or like stuff like that. Okay, and what do you, when you're with people, what do you struggle with? What's the thing you go, oh, yeah, I find that tough? Um, recently? No, in general, in general. I, I don't really know, to be honest. There's nothing you kind of, nothing oh, comes uh, up to you? There, there is something, yes. Um, if I'm in a conversation with, with everyone else is talking about a subject that I have no clue what it's about, I don't really know what to say. Because I feel like I'm, I feel just like I'm just there and I don't really feel like, people know that I'm not really knowing what's going on and I'm afraid to speak up and say, hey, I don't know what's going on, can we talk about something else? Okay. Guess... Or, uh, although, actually, actually, forget forget that last part. Usually, sometimes I'll ask, oh, what's, oh, what's this about? But sometimes I'll usually get the answer, oh, it's not important, oh, it doesn't matter. And I usually, and when, I, when, that, when, that, when that sits me, I think, well, that's a bunch of... Well, that's a bunch of bullcrap. This is that's been this has been the sole focus of your entire conversation for the last half an hour. Of course, it's of course it's gonna be important. I don't say that out loud, but I just say that in my head. And I'm, and and usually when that's said to me, I just get up and go to another group of friends. Mm, okay. Because I feel like, well, I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting anything out of this. So I might as well go somewhere else. Okay. So what do you? Is there anything you wish you could be taught about how to connect with people in a better way, different way, another way um, than you do now? Do you if you're given? Not, not really, to be honest. I feel like. I'm very good at connecting with others. I feel like I'm very good with socialising. I've been told I'm very good at making friends. And I, I feel like I'm in a good place with that. I don't really feel like I need to be taught anything else. 
if, if that sounds arrogant, I don't know. No, it's okay. What, and what do you notice about how you connect with people? Is there anything you observe? I've noticed about... that I'm very good at making people laugh. I'm very good at making people smile. Um, I've been told I'm a very, I've been told I'm a very funny guy. I've been told I'm a very humorous, and I think that adds to. I think that I think that relates to my positive outlook. I always try to see the 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 fun side or the positive side and everything. That's why whenever we do like gags, like oh, what superhero would you be? Everyone says I'm Spider Man because for those who don't know, Spider Man is known for cracking jokes and doing like saying like even in the worst of situations, he'll still like crack a joke and be funny. And that's what I do. That's why people always say, "Oh, Jude, you're Spider Man." Always be around those who accept you for who you are, whether it be your shortcomings, your your successes, and all that stuff. Okay, then. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. Bye. So human connection, something that's extremely important to me, something that has become more and more important to me in my life. I'm in my early 50s. I believed that I was very comfortable with being on my own. And I am, as a child, I have memories of, playing on my own a lot even though I've got two brothers and we were pretty close and we used to do lots of things together but I have a memory of playing on my own a lot and feeling very alone and telling myself that was okay even when I look back on it now I can see that that wasn't okay for me because that being around people is, is very important. I try to, no I try to, now I connect with people a bit more challenging right now with Covid and not being able to see people like I would normally do but speaking to people is something that I do, or messaging people, whatever format. So that'll, that's all really good for me. It helps me stay connected to people. I struggle with human connection because until recently, and I did a podcast with Nikki, incredible person, who helped me understand that I connect very deeply and I have a form of empathy where I'm able to feel a person's energy when I'm with them, understand things about them, understand what's going on for me. Even if they don't tell me anything, I can read them very, very well and tell them things about themselves, which I don't know, but I'll just be able to understand or I can talk to them in one conversation be able, to, be able to have a full understanding pretty much of who that person is. So I feel very blessed and honoured. The challenge is to have that and like I use the analogy of breathing where when you have that ability and that feeling and that, that high that I get that I want that all the time in every conversation that I have and if I don't get it I feel cheated a bit, feel disappointed. That's something that I'm learning to come to terms with because not every conversation is going to be like that because not everybody's able to connect in that way or wants to connect in that way or circumstances don't allow that to happen. And again, something that Nikki taught me in our podcast, in that conversation that we had, rather than looking at the differences between people and seeing them as something that's a negative or something that's an issue I'm learning to look at that as just a difference and accept that and have compassion and understanding for that it is still challenging nonetheless human connection is extremely important and 
the more you're able to connect with people, the more rewarding, beneficial, energised I believe you're going to feel. Depends on who it is, depends on what you're talking about, depends on your frame of mind, depends on so many things. But if you're truly present with someone and you're open to a conversation and you connect and you talk deeply about whatever the subject is, I come away from that conversation and I believe other people would feeling great, feeling empowered, feeling fantastic because it is so rewarding. I think that's it. So, Ellen, hi. Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Now, I want to talk to you about human connection. How important is human connection to you? Very important. I would assume that it's important to everyone. No, I don't think it is. I could give you a, a different kind of answer, but I don't think it is. I Are we talking physical connection or emotional connections? Well, how, however you define human connection, that could be either of those things. Right. So how important, okay, so which of those is more important to you? Not everyone feels the need to physically connect. Some people don't like to touch or be touched and, you know, I respect that. But I think we can't live proper healthy lives without emotional connection. We can't, we are mammals. We're not supposed to live on our own. We survive in groups. We survive in herds. That's been like that since the beginning of time. And we need people there with us. We need to be with, we need connection for sure. So have you, forget now, because this is the COVID time for pretty much everybody. It's, we're in Melbourne, so that's more challenging than other parts of the world, I believe. How do you, how would you normally connect? I don't do small talk and I kind of show who I am straight away and don't veil myself or hide parts of me and I'm very open with who I am straight away so the person knows exactly who and what they're getting into. So I connect with people by being honest and open with who I am, giving them the place and the platform to be who they are, unapologetically, with no string, just exactly who they are. And then when we're both, you know, metaphorically naked in front of each other, that's how you connect because it's your core soul and who you are as a person connecting. And what do you struggle with? I sometimes struggle being connecting physically with someone. I wasn't very touchy growing up, didn't like to be touched, and only after having a boyfriend, I kind of learned to express myself physically, not even in a romantic or sexual way, just since having a boyfriend, I found myself touching pe my friend's legs sitting next to them and holding their arms and feeling that physical warmth and connection. And I found myself being calmed by it and it's very grounding to be holding someone else and kind of connecting with them on an earth level but what do you so when i mean by struggle like has someone if someone's not giving you what you need whatever that is or the conversation or whatever the connection is what, what, what do you find challenging in a, in, in a connection with somebody um i think i struggle with people that don't open up because I'm very open and I don't I guess a part of me wouldn't completely understand why they wouldn't but I also understand that everyone has their own struggles and everyone has their own fears and things that bother them and things that they're not okay with so I, I definitely understand why some people don't like to be very open and connect on emotional and you know 
metaphysical level. What do you wish could be taught about human connection? That it's critical. That, like I said before, it, it's everything. We're, we need human touch. We need human connection. We need, we're sharing this. We're all human. We're all, at the end of the day, the same skeletons, the same bones, the same people. We're, we're all born the same way. I mean, you know, there's different methods, but we're all born. We all die. We've all got emotions and feelings and, and needs. So once you understand that, and you understand that you're just like everyone else in a way. And there's no, there shouldn't be any borders. There shouldn't be any boundaries. We are just human. I, I want people to know that we're, we're all connected anyways. So to try and fight that and avoid that, it's, it's a waste. And it's isolating and it's lonely. And if you could think back to school, is there something at school that you wish could be taught about what you just said? And if you did think that, what would that look like in some kind of lesson or exercise or do you have any sense of? Well, I don't remember ever really doing any lessons or classes or even really talks about connection. But, so I'm 21, when I was in the army, when I was about 18 in basic training, we did a few exercises where we had to sit on the floor in front of someone and talk to them like no small talk no just straight talking about real big things that have happened to us or happened for us or with us in our lives and really connect with the people in front of me because they were going to be my partner for the next two three months in basic training and it was a good exercise to kind of learn how to connect with people that you don't know that you wouldn't necessarily know from other parts of the country different you know, brought up very differently, different language, different heritage. So I think that it's definitely important to be taught that. And I would have loved to be taught that in school because especially, you know, the earlier grades, maybe it's not as important, but in middle school and in high school, everyone's just trying to work out who the fuck they are. And it's isolating and it's scary because you're trying to work out who you are, navigate yourself through life, through your family, going through puberty, you're going through all these things and needs and issues that a normal teenager does. And it's important to be reminded that you're not doing it alone. Everyone else in your class, in your grade, in your school, in your city is doing it too. And when you understand that, it's so much more comforting and it's way less lonely and it's a lot easier to reach out to people when you understand that they're not as scary and they really just get how you're feeling because they're feeling it too. I would agree with that completely. Um, what do you notice about your connections with people? They're very intimate. I don't have any... I'll talk about anything with my friends and my friends in turn talk about pretty much everything with me. I've noticed that I'm definitely the friend that a lot of people come to to talk about things that they wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable with talking about other people. With other people, sorry. And how do you feel about that? I love it. I really love it because, like I've said before, connection is everything. And why waste time on the small talk? Why waste time on the bullshit? Why waste time on faking it? And the, just fucking tell me who you are. Tell me what you want tell me what's bothering you tell me what you're struggling with tell me what you want tell me what you're feeling tell me what you know anything everything because we're like life's not that long why waste it on the bullshit 
Why cloud your mind with bullshit that nobody listens to and nobody fucking cares about? Again, it's interesting that... So in your circle of friends, people won't typically talk. They'll all come to you, for, as you said, to be the person that they'll share stuff with. They just wouldn't share that with other people. I mean, I don't know if they would share it with other people. I don't know their relationships with other people. I mean, in your group. Not outside the group. I don't have a friendship group. I've got lots of different friends from lots of different places, especially because I've lived in two different countries. I don't have like one friendship group that... Okay, so the point is, what you're saying is those people come to you, they come know to they're coming to you, they just, it's obvious they're coming to you, or they're telling you they're coming to you, not to anyone else. To, to Even if they are coming that. to someone else, uh, they come to me as well, or only, or, you yeah. know, I, I can't okay. speak for other people. No. But yeah, they come to me because, I mean... I don't judge, really, I'm not a judgmental person. And I've, I feel like I've given them that feeling of not being judged and being accepted for what and who they do and what they are and given them that platform to come forward and just be open and talk to me about whatever they want to talk about. Okay. That's good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to More Real. I truly hope you've enjoyed the experience and that you will continue to be here to explore real life with me. If you have, please tell anyone you know about More Real. If you've enjoyed listening and learned something, then I would be so grateful if you could leave a five-star review, as this will help other people to find this podcast. I'm very grateful, as always, for your support.